Hey, this is David Reed Watson. And Kat Critter. And we're right here on Rock the Talk, a.k.a. Walk Your Talk. Join us every week for some great music. And some inspiring conversations. Yes, we look forward to entertaining you. Find us on Facebook at Rock the Talk Radio. Welcome to the end of 2020. Dave and Kat here. It's snowing right now in Minnesota, and we got a white Christmas. I hope that you had a great Christmas. We're on to 2021. We're going to play some music and be back with you shortly. Yes. Peace.
Coming up on 2021, it, I think it is going to be a quiet New Year's Day. What do you think, Kat? Yeah, I think it is going to be pretty quiet, just like um, this year has been. Just a lot more of, you know. I think we're all ready stay to get home. outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay Let's home. Get out of here. Keep your mouth covered and all that stuff. Yes, but um, yeah, you know, I don't. Do you have any New Year's um, traditions? New Year's traditions. Well. For a long time, it was it was uh, getting your band booked on New Year's Eve, and if it if the band wasn't booked, I would be going out to see one of my friends' bands. That was usually <clears throat> that's usually what happened. Um, there would always be a party. Okay, always be a party. What about you? I tended to stay off the roads and not go to parties um like once every couple of years i'd go to a party if i felt like it um mostly i would um make crab legs for the kids crab legs yes that was our little tradition you can make crab legs for me if you want i will <laughs> sure that'd be fun yeah yeah um so a lot of years i'd have people over just right Stay overnight and just not go out. That's Zeus. Yeah, of course. He's part of the program. Yes, to knock <laughs> something down, make his presence known. I think maybe his arch emesis is outside. Oh, probably. Yeah. I'm sorry my voice is so husky. I, I uh, After a couple months of not singing and playing, I decided to go down for the last couple of days and grab my guitar and just jam out for a while and now my voice is all husky i'm not used to that i gotta i gotta build up that muscle again that's uh one thing i've noticed that when i'm really really down and depressed it's because i'm not singing and so I've, i've kind of forced myself to go and rework that muscle again and get that going again regardless if i'm playing out or not i should be practicing I should be doing that all the time. Well, there's some science there, too, because that, uh, what is that, that vagus muscle or nerve? Yeah. It runs through your whole body. It vibrates when you sing. And that is literally like your own homegrown serotonin and dopamine and stuff. So it's like science. Singing is good for you. Yeah, the vagus nerve. That's right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, you can get to it just by humming, even. Yeah, you know, um, it's interesting because I've, I always tell people um, they say that they can't sing, but it doesn't matter, does it? Mm-mm. It doesn't matter. You can she sing can out hum. of tune. You can. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So just the the practice of creating those tones. Mm-hmm. Whatever they might be that are coming out, you're creating something. And what, didn't we, I read something um, not too long ago, actually the last couple of days, about <clears throat> about uh, ancient Egyptians. They would sing, and that was what created levitation, and that's how they built the pyramids. That's that's what they theorize. Sound, sound By waves. Sound. 
I know that they're they're playing with sound right now is that they can vibrate you know create a tone and vibrate pebbles now like levitate a pebble mm-hmm. which that's a start you know Let's well and you know that right now there's a lot of research going on a lot of people working on technology sound technology to heal the human body mm-hmm. so there's a lot going on I mean us who practice ranking we know that right um, right. You know, but other people more in the mainstream are kind of getting to understand that sound is healing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it can be used in a variety of different ways. I had a roommate in Los Angeles. Um, I lived with him and his girlfriend for a little uh, for a very brief time. But he was a sound healer and he had this uh, <clears throat> kind of like our table that we have. Only this table had holes in it. And he would have like all these sound bowls underneath it. And he actually had um, under built into the table, almost like a harp in a way. Wow. Yeah. And he would, he would, you know, play this harp kind of sound and this vibration would come through you. And it was, it was amazing. I was like, wow, this is so cool. He was also a percussionist drummer. Um, and it's, it's amazing that how important music is you know we've been told this year not to sing we've been told this year to like cover our faces and I know a lot of people are weird about COVID out there I, I, I understand where you're coming from but if you look at it on a totally metaphysical aspect um you're, you're shutting off your voice you know what is it what's that teaching you what's that what's that teaching your subconscious shut up and do what you're told yeah yeah that's yeah. not good for anybody I mean uh, there's always people that take it to an extreme but it's not healthy for anybody it's not so what does 2021 have in store for us I see, I see positive. I mean, I just, but that's how I just fall in. You know, there's the glass, glass half full, glass half empty. Mm-hmm. I see a couple of full glasses all over the place. I'm just, yeah. I have a very positive idea of the way things are going to roll out and and Me turn too. out for the year. Me too. I, I, I don't. I don't see a negative to it. I, I, you know what? I've never, I never, I didn't really see a negative to 2020. I mean, yes, we all had our ups and downs and I had a lot of downs as you know. Well, we, we all had our, we all had yeah. our things, our, our, our crosses, their things that we were very disappointed in the yeah. year as the year went on, you know, but I look at it now and it was like, thank God for 2020 in, a, in that respect, because I got I got over a lot of old shit, got rid of a, old, a lot of old baggage, a lot of old feelings, a lot of old habits that didn't serve me ever. And it was uh, so in that respect, it was it was definitely, a, you know, 2020 in itself. I remember when in 2019, they said 2020 was going to be the year of vision. Just like your eyesight, 2020 eyesight, everything was going to be clear and and you were going to have to look in the mirror and look at yourself and see who you are 
what you're contributing to the world, so on and so forth. Um, I think we saw a lot of people um, take 2020 as, oh my God, I'm broke. And, you know, um, and I understand that. I understand the, the monetary aspect of it all. But in the big picture of it all, <clears throat> was it what does that matter? You know, it was more on our our human growth. It was kind of like it was kind of like the um, the Earth slapping us in the face and saying, "Hey, humans, wake up! If you don't, I'm going to get rid of you, like I got rid of the dinosaurs." <laughs> yeah, you know, and I also think of it, you know, in a philosophical way. You know, um, the whole idea that you know we had this. Um, uninterrupted time to look at ourselves you know Um, when you do that you know that is the that's that dark night of the soul that's the loss of ego Mm -hmm. and for some people maybe that isn't where they're where they were forced to part ways with their ego maybe it was money Um, in order to go inward and find you know some sort of Sense and some sort of, you know, um, peace with the year is, you know, other people, everyone's lost something in some areas Mm -hmm. and everyone has gained something. And if you have to look a little harder to find the gains sometimes, but they're there. That's what I think. Yeah. And there, there, people have come out of the, come out of the closet, if you want to say that, um, as far as, uh, a lot of information has been passed on to us this year. You know, um, with Mickey Willis's documentary, Plandemic, you know, um, with the with the the documentary, you know, the social dilemma, um, with what's going on with the vaccine right now and more people waking up to the idea that maybe it's not a great idea to get it um, you know we're watching a lot of people wake up which is kind of cool you know we're a, lot, a lot a lot of people uh, getting wise to it I, <clears throat> I I don't like to be too controversial you know I, I never have wanted that but then I just you know something clicked you know being with you and um, where I'm like, no, wait a second. I've ruined him. <laughs> <laughs> Wrecked him. Damn Wrecked him, killed him. Ruined him. <laughs> <laughs> so the year for me has been a blessing. You know, it's been a real awakening for me um, and my power and who I am as an individual. And what I have to contribute and what I have to contribute for the future. You know, I I see, yeah, I see 2021 as like a powerhouse year. I mean, last year was a four in numerology, which I'm a four. So I thought, uh, for you people that don't know much about numerology, you can, you can hop online. You can, you can do your, you know, your, your numerology, you go by your. Go by the month you were born, the day you were born, and the year you were born. You add all those up, and then you divide them down to one common denominator, one number if you 
can. You know, like an 11 would be a 2, you know, a 10 would be a 1, so on and so forth. <clears throat> and and look into that. So anyway, I thought that 4 was because 2020. And looking back, you know, I was thinking, I was like, oh, my God, 2020 wasn't my year. It wasn't my year to shine. But it was, actually. It was my, my year to shine for myself. It was... True. Yeah, it was... And now, you know, 2021 is a five, you know, so we have what we have to look forward to. I can, I can, uh, I'm going to look this up, Kat, if you want to go ahead and elaborate, you know, I want, I want to hear about what 2021, what, what, what you, what you expect for 2021. I think 2021 is going to be. I think this was the year of <clears throat> the thinking about it, the quiet, the calm before, and I think 21 is the is the storm, the year of change, and the year where we all get to have a lot more say in our lives and what's important in our lives. Um, not that we didn't have a say before, but maybe some of us have been just kind of you know humping along okay this is fine this is my life um some people have had some time to look at their life and find things in it that they don't want it anymore in it anymore or have you know said you know what i have been spending my time in ways that i don't want to spend them anymore and so i think this is 2021 is the year to really put those things into practice into place that we've contemplated and discussed and and uh looked at in the quiet of our of our time and our minds um while we were uh rusticating um at home yes mandatorily (laughs) which is good because we i think a lot of us needed to slow down i mean i know a lot of yeah. I feel for the kids, you know, because the kids are, you know, they're all that energy. It's it's hard to tell a kid to, you know, focus on the self, focus on your inner self. For us that are older, it's easier, a little bit easier than than for kids. Yeah, I think though that this this. Um learning style that they've had to adapt to I think is going to be the catalyst for um, a rehauling of the education system in yes. general I think I think they're realizing how incredibly flawed it is in some ways and hopefully this year I think there's some place there's them you know some high level things in place for um, Working a little harder at providing a better learning system for kids. And so hopefully, like all things, I I do believe that, you know, that kids and the way they're taught are going to get a little little bump up. Which is good. I I think it's great. Um, um, Parents, homeschooling, they've probably, I'm sure that they've increased the IQ of their child, you know, uh, incredibly this year just from homeschooling just from you know because I, the the old paradigm of you know the his, history which was only told by the 
winners anyways. It's, it's not an accurate history. Um, you know, math and science and stuff like that, which is kind of outdated what these people have to learn. And plus the other thing about the education system that we've learned is the reason it doesn't work is because the kids that excel in that are the kids that are good at memorizing things. You know, they memorize a subject and they they know now that these, you know, a, a kid will go into a, a classroom and go, uh, you know, are these are these questions that are going to be on the test? You know, so their only objective is to pass the test. It's not to yeah. really learn anything. Well, they've become good memorize. Good, the good students are good memorizers, not really yes. kids that have actually looked at a topic and explored it. You know, the right. pros and cons, and really, you know, laid out good arguments on both sides to see that you know um, this is how you you know learn and develop your own mind mm-hmm. um just re- reciting what you're taught is not necessarily a learning style and I, you know along that point um i would say educationally um for kids i think the um the measurement of success is actually how interested and available your parents are True. and you know it's <clears throat> Yes, we all have to make our own decisions. And even 15, you know, 10-year-olds and 15-year-olds and 17, 18-year-olds, they are making their own decision. But Mm -hmm. um, having parents around, which parents were definitely around, is a definite uh, boost in whether you're going to be successful academically. Because... That's they're the values of what's important, education, getting stuff done. Those are huge life lessons and lessons right. that, you know, kids hopefully have gotten some, you know, input from their parents where maybe they wouldn't hear from their parents. Their parents are busy working. They just assume their kids do their stuff. Right. And you can trust some kids to do that. Some kids you can't. And so this is probably given an opportunity for parents to have a little bit of an eye opening mm-hmm. as far as to as uh, what education is like for their kids and what their days look like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel for the people that, you know, this has been a real relationship test for a lot of people as well. You know, they're realizing that their partner is not someone they want to be with. And in, in such a busy world. Where we went to work, you know, and came home and went to bed and got up and repeat, you know, never really saw the kids, maybe saved up for a vacation and went out. It it gave an opportunity for people to really get to know their partners, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I even know my dog better. I know. I mean, Yes. And Pippin too, the cat. I kind of know him way more than I ever thought I ever should. Yeah. Speaking of Zeus, he's here in the here in the studio with us. He's I'm sure he's gonna bark once or twice because he has to make his presence known. And huh, buddy? Yeah, you're a good boy. Yeah. All right, see. He's <laughs> making his presence known. Shh. It's okay. Good boy. Good boy. You know, it's, it's, you know, you're fortunate that you are working, you know, at at home working and you've got your animals here and your kids are, you know, fairly close in proximity. Sure. So, 
You can do those kind of gatherings when you want to. It's kind of nice. Um, the hardest part for me has been you know, my family is so far away, and and going to visit them is is difficult. And um, you know, I, what we've been doing here on this radio show, podcast, whatever you want to call it, you know, doing the um, Zeus, chill out, doing the. Um, the, the the Skype or or Zoom calls it's not the same as actually having another human being in here. Oh, it's much more fun, much more dynamic when it's on you know off the cuff and right you know yeah. just interacting in person. Well, sure. it's yeah, it goes back to that energy thing. You can mm-hmm. feel the person. You know, we know that our energetic fields go out three to six feet from our bodies, mm-hmm. and you know if you have somebody sitting. Isn't it interesting that they want us to stay six feet apart? Yes. You know, is it is it possible that someone knows that we that is the that is the the, the distance of our energetic field six feet? I don't think that's a coincidence, but I think it's a great observation yeah. on your part. Yeah. And I, I, I mentioned this last week, uh, or last time we were on. Sorry, we haven't been on a, um, for a couple of weeks now. Um, it's just been busy with all the holidays. But when I was in, um, when I was when I was in Whole Foods, remember when I went to go get the tea, and yeah. the woman was like, you could see her measuring six feet away from me, and I would. You know, she had her mask on. She's talking to me, and I couldn't understand her. I was like, "Huh?" And she'd back away when I got closer. And it was, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm not trying to go down the path of, of the the shittier aspects of 2020. I'm trying to keep this positive. It's just an observation that I I noticed. Um, on a positive note of all this, I think a lot of people are starting to say, "Hey, wait a second. Are you seeing more of that? Yes, I am. Even people in my family are, you know, they're like, oh, what's going on? Something's something's not right. I mean, Mm -hmm. so like, and yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't get on too much and, you know, talk about my thoughts and post, you know. Right. My true, true thoughts on everything. It's not, I don't, I don't need to. I just don't feel like I need to. But I have noticed an uptick in other people going, hmm, <laughs> something isn't quite right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More people are becoming aware of it. Um, I don't, you know me. I mean, I, I, I don't really post a lot on social media, but today I, I just felt, like I, 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 I just felt like I needed to, um, maybe to test out the waters, let's say. And what I've noticed, um, you know, we, uh, Kat and I watched a, a, a conversation between this guy named Paul Check and Mickey Willis, uh, Mickey Willis, who, who wrote Plandemic. Um, and they, they didn't talk too much really about Plandemic. They actually talked about more metaphysical things or, or family oriented things and 
Um, it was a, it was a great conversation because you got to for the people that didn't know Mickey, they got to see what a compassionate and loving human being he actually is. You know, he's not some monster that is trying to create a conspiracy theory at all. Not at all. Um, so I posted this thing on on Facebook and and posted on LinkedIn and. I was surprised LinkedIn actually said that it was uh, false information. So I posted that on Facebook, <clears throat> that screenshot from LinkedIn. Um, because I'm always open for debate. I'm never going to shut anybody down at all. And I was ple- pleasantly surprised that all the people that that commented were in a more, um, a more compassionate way. It, there, mm-hmm. I, there was nothing on there anybody said that was, you know, oh, you asshole, oh, you left wing, you know, liberal fuck or, or anything like that. Not at all. It was actually um, heartfelt responses from people to open a dialogue, which I was like, hey, wow, maybe people are starting to wake up to this. You can elaborate more on this because you can. You why don't, why don't you tell the people in the metaphysical world that that we're aware of <clears throat> what happened on the twenty first of December? Well, in the metaphysical sense, um, we we got an upgrade in our consciousness and. Um, I think for better lack of a description, I guess I would I would just call that um, the blinders mm-hmm. are coming off. Now, I want to I say the blinders are off for everybody because I think it's a process, right. but the blinders are coming off um, uh, for uh, truth. Um we know we all have different belief systems and there are many ways many paths to get to the same place mm-hmm. just like there's you know, many religions and and there isn't a wrong one um if as, as long as your practices is about love you are on the right track and it doesn't matter who your deity is but um in the description of what happened i think the blinders have come off um to some of our truths, universal truths, truths mm-hmm. about ourselves, and um, and the blinders um, are coming off uh, for people discovering um, who and what we really are. And mm-hmm. I think that's what the 21st was about. It was it's the beginning of a new age and also a beginning of a better understanding of who we are here, why we are here, mm-hmm. and um, and better ways to get from the knowing of who we are and what we're supposed to do and the doing of it. This is exciting. I let's play some music, and when we come back, I want to I want to um, talk a little bit about 2021 and the numerology of the year um, and what we have to expect being at a five year. So we're going to play some music. This is Rock the Talk, a.k.a. Walk Your Talk, Kat and Dave. And we're going to we'll be back here shortly. (laughs) And um, and uh, yeah, we're going to hit you with some more music. (laughs) 
That was the Chambers Brothers with Time Has Come. And before that, we heard uh, Slash with World on Fire. And we started out with the Smiths with one of my favorite Smith songs, How Soon Is Now. So when we last left, I said I was going to come back and talk to you about the numerology of 2021. So if you guys don't follow numerology, it's pretty easy to figure out the numbers. It's uh, 2021 equals 5. 2 plus 0 equals 2. Plus 2 equals 4. Plus 1 equals 5, right? Pretty easy. So here are the strengths of the number 5. Number 5 is curious. The opposite of tunnel vision, which um, I think 2020 was a year of tunnel vision because we all had to really, really deeply look at ourselves. So that looking in the mirror, that tunnel vision, this is a little bit different. This is the opposite of tunnel vision. The numerology of number five has a 360 degree vision and everything it sees looks enticing. This curious nature leads it into a variety of exciting and enlightening new experiences few others may have. For the five, the best way to learn is to experiment. Adaptable. This number does not stick with any one idea job, relationship, or situation long because being flexible is vital. Its detached emotions allow it more freedom of movement, whether something changes by choice or by chance. This number can easily shift gears and direct its attention and energy towards its new circumstances. Social. Now, this is a big one. The number five is an explorer and knows that one of the best ways to experience the world is to interact with the people in it. Whether it's one-on-one or in lively group settings, this number flourishes in social situations and never misses the chance to engage with and learn from someone new. So, Kat, how are we going to do that in, in 2021? This whole new social aspect of getting together with people, gathering with like-minded ideas. Do you think that can happen on social media with all the demands that are upon us from what we're hearing about the new terms of service for Facebook and Instagram that we just heard when we were listening to music on the side? I, I just truly believe that throughout the year, I mean, beginning in the beginning of the year, and then as the year moves through, the, the barriers are going to be stripped away that are keeping us apart from people, that making us feel divided. Um, I think that people are going to start really, really seeing how we all do want the same things, and we all are more on the same page than not. So, so that, you know, that number five, I think, I think just as, you know, we couldn't have, we couldn't have anticipated what happened this year. I don't think we can really anticipate what's going to happen next year and how I believe in in a very positive sense that, um, you know, figuratively the masks are coming off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like that idea. I like how you said figuratively because it's possible we might have to still abide by all these social constraints of the shaming and all that for it. Um, I like the idea that people um, with the five, you know, part of the part of the whole personality traits of a five are their the flexibility, the adventurous, 
unpredictable, outgoing, social, restless, energetic, <laughs> independent, and inconsistent. So, God, who does that sound like? <laughs> I could I could name a few people. Yeah. Uh, but what this looks like to me um, is it that people are are gonna are really starting to look at everything and go, uh, I don't know about this anymore. And the more people that we have do that, more people will understand. Um, a lot of the fake news, quote unquote, out there, a lot of the um, that people keep on throwing in everybody's faces. Some of it is is not fake. It's it's more it's more. Um, um, you know, conspiracy theorists would, you know, people would call it conspiracy theory. Um, it might actually be the truth. You know, part, part of, part of what I like about, um, the movie, the matrix was remember when they first, you know, unplugged Neo and he, when they started explaining to him what the world actually was he broke down he started he, he his 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 brain started frying and he his his heart rate started to really become erratic and he started going to a, a, like a shock because it was not in his belief system it's kind of like if if a ufo landed right here in the front yard and these creatures that we, you know, we talk about grays and we talk about stuff like that. But what if what if that creature came out and looked like nothing that we even thought of? Maybe it was like a, I don't know, <laughs> whatever. It, it would probably freak out. We'd probably go into a, have a heart attack ourselves. So this is, I think, what people um, that aren't looking at all aspects of what's going on are afraid might happen to themselves. Well, there's there is the fact if you if you walk around inflexible with a closed mind, you might have something sneak the hell up on you and scare the shit out of you or kill you with the I mean, look what happened this year. Could yeah. could there be revelations next year that would throw people completely out of their out of their head with uh, not understanding how in the world they didn't know about this or that? Yeah, could. Mm-hmm. And and if you walk around, and I think the number five is saying flexibility is one of the traits. Yeah. And I think um, the people that are rigid and that are super hung up on parties um, are going to stick out more and more. I think people that are just so intolerant of other people mm-hmm. are the people that are really odd that are going to stick out. It's funny that... Um Leo is the fifth astrological sign, um, which I, I didn't even think about that. You know, uh, I was more looking at my numerology of my birth. You know, but you know, Leo's the fifth, uh, um, the, the fifth astrological sign. So it's really going to affect Leos, and they say it's going to affect Virgos, and it's going to affect Gemini's for for this this coming year. Um, the Virgo and the Gemini are also associated with the five, two curious signs that thrive on information and acquired knowledge. I can say that for me because I'm right on the cusp of Leo and Virgo that, um, you know me, I I, I like to uh, dig into information. I like to get facts and figures. I don't take anything on hearsay. I like to dig in and really, really find out what's going on. You know that about me. Um 
So whatever information anybody sends me, I go down the rabbit hole and I dig everything. Well, if you if you dig and you go to mainstream sources yeah, to get yeah, re- to refute it, yeah, you can't. You but can't I think that happens. Yeah. I think it happens a lot. I, I think so. I think the people will um, have their go to networks that they go to. Like I was explaining to you, like I was always an NPR guy. I really was until I started doing some digging. And I've always known in the back of my mind that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation have been huge supporters of NPR. I didn't put two and two together until at work when I started listening to the news. And it was like every five minutes they were talking about the coronavirus. They were talking about wearing your mask. They were talking about make sure you get the vaccine. And I'm going... When did NPR turn into such a fear-based platform? It's like, oh, I get it. They're funded by the guy that's actually, you know, mandating them to put out this information. Uh, Now, you can call this conspiracy if you want to, but I look at facts. Again, I look at facts. What do we know of as fact? We We know that people in government have lied to us. We have plenty of information going in that direction saying mm-hmm. that these people have lied to us. We know it. Mm-hmm. We know it hand, hands down. We know it. We know that the Bushes lied to us about, you know, the Gulf War. We didn't send troops over there to actually, you know, get Saddam Hussein. Yes, we did, you know, on in the social media in the in the in the in the social media platform, that's what we did. But we know now that it was really for oil, you know. Maybe. And the and then the or, or or whatever else that platform might be. Some people say it's you know portals and stuff like that. Regardless of what it is, they lied to us. Mm, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. So why do people think that they? won't lie to us again why do people put their trust into people that have lied to us repeatedly it's like oh well they won't do it this time it's like being in a bad marriage where that person's cheating on you all the time and he keeps coming back and saying oh baby I'm sorry I, I won't do that again I promise and, and that woman going oh Okay, I know he loves me, and he does it again, and he does it again, and he does it again. It's like, what's that old saying? You know, fool me once, fool me twice, fool, fool me three times. Mm. Come on, come on, people. We're, we get lied to constantly, and yet we still elect these morons. I don't care if you're Democrat, I don't care if you're a Republican. You are dealing with people that are megalomaniacs. That's all they are. They're in politics for one reason. Power. You know, and I'm, I'm not talking on, a, on a, a, a township or county, you know, or maybe state might be getting a little bit power hungry. But I'm not talking about local government where people are personable with their community that like they know their neighbor stuff like that i'm not talking about local government local governments i think are essential and they can govern themselves i think we start getting into big politics and these guys they're all players you know we're, what were we looking at um a couple days ago 
or yesterday actually, um, where these these Democrats and again, if you're a Democrat, let me make it state. Let me state this: I am neither Democrat nor Republican. I've been an independent for years. What were they wearing? Remember, they're wearing the African garb for the yes. Black Lives Matters thing. Okay, so I'm all for Black Lives Matter as as a actual statement. Um, but we're finding out, just like the COVID nineteen relief package, that there's a whole bunch of information in there that has nothing to do with the COVID nineteen relief. It's, I mean, it's written in that 5,500-page document, you know? What, what does that have to do with COVID relief? What does all the underlying information in Black Lives Matter have to do with actual black people, you know? And actually that their lives do matter. You got to go, you got to take a step, one step backwards from that and dig in one more step and find out who is benefiting mm-hmm. from this who would want this well I I, I, I I got a text today from a person I won't name them because I don't, I don't want to um, because I don't there's no need to call them out they're I, I, they're part of the they're part of the problem I'll just I'll just put it that way that that video that I I put out there for people and I actually said in in for the video, I said, please watch this whole thing before you ha- make a comment, before you decide what is what. And this person wrote me, you know, that just basically said, Agape Spiritual Center, you know, how... What are, you, what are you talking about? Well, this is crazy. And he voted for Biden. What? You know what? And then I asked this person, I said, did you watch the video? Um, no. Have you ever seen the movie Plandemic? No. I, I get bombarded with so much information that I, I haven't had a chance to look that. So that is part of the problem that we have is that people read headlines. People read tweets. There is, you know, that's one thing I love about this long platform uh, podcasting thing that we have going on in this world right now. You know, um, Joe Rogan, people like that. J.P. Sears, you know, people like that. That have these long platforms where, you know, I, I really enjoy Joe Rogan's idea. It's like, I'm going to invite these people in that I like because I want to get to know them. I don't, you know, I, I want this information. I want this interaction. It's a, a social interaction that we have to go through to get to know someone. I might disagree with you, but I want to know you as a human being. I want to know how you came up with this concept or whatever it is. I'm genuinely curious. I'm the same exact way. I know you're the same exact way. We don't, we're not headline readers. You know, and we're in a world full of headline reader, readers. They see something, a splash screen that says something. COVID-19, fake news. and But they don't bother to dig into the information. They don't bother to read, to listen, to sit there and go, oh, hmm. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't jive with me. Hmm. 
No, but that does. Oh, hmm. You know, they're not willing to take the time. And anybody can say that they're too busy, whatever. Go ahead and say it. 2020 was a year of you ain't busy. <laughs> There's nothing that you're doing. There's you have all the time in the world to do all this research now. You know, when I'm at work with the bike shop, I've got my headphones on and I'm listening to podcasts all day long. I'm listening to objective information that I'm not sure I like. Um, I'm not taking it for face value. I'm going to, if somebody says, yeah, this guy's a twit, I'm going to listen to him because I want, I'm genuinely curious why somebody thinks this person's a twit. I ran into the same thing with Joe Rogan with a friend of mine's daughter where that person said, well, he's a womanizer. And it was just because somebody on social media had said, this person's a womanizer. You know, we forget the good and the bad of every person. Why? I don't know. I think it's important to realize even people that you don't agree with are, yeah, good and bad. There's There, there are aspects of good and bad in every single person. And I'll go out on a limb and I will not delete my whole childhood I used to have Bill Cosby records the other morning we were sitting there listening to a, a comedy a, a comedy a Bill Cosby sketch talking about his brother Russell getting slapped in the face by his dad and knocked his knocked his face off it was funny do not divide a person because of their the 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 aspect of them that you don't like. I'm not saying anything that Bill Cosby did was good. It was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. But that's kind of what happens in that world, right? People get um, sheltered and and they're they they create their own environments, their own worlds, and. That's, you know, that's where we have, there's good aspects to everybody. There's bad aspects to everybody. It all depends on us as individuals and, you know, how open we're going to be about it. I think, I think rather than forget, maybe a good word is uh, to detach yourself, to detach from, you Mm -hmm. know, you you know, this person has done these bad things. They also have done good things. Um, I think it's to stay in yourself in a good place, right. recognize, just like we're grateful, recognize the good things about a person and detach from the negative things that they've done. Um, <clears throat> detach in the um, in the reserving judgment, in the um, in the feeling the need to say something bad about them because you right. some misguided idea that it makes you look better or feel better about yourself mm-hmm. just detach yourself from it it's not negating that it happened it's just realizing that it is what it is and that's not your stuff mm-hmm. and you don't have to look at it you know and to stay in a good place yourself looking at the positive things that someone does is a better idea all the way around. I, I think we have to. I, I, you know, I've been guilty of that. I, you know, I, I, it's very well outspoken that I don't like Trump. And you, you know that. How much of that, though, has been because of some of the actions that he's made that I don't like? It's possible. 
I will I will put that out there that it is possible. I'm willing to look at all aspects of people now. And I don't think I did that in 2019. I think in 2020, it it kind of forced me to really look at this. You know, I mean, my old band, Electric Messiah, we're actually putting out an album finally after seven years. Um, there, we were in fisticuffs for many years because I was on my high horse about how things had to look like. Of, of my belief system. And again, we know belief system. It's BS. You know, I got so caught up in my ego that I destroyed something good. And I, I, I get to look at, at, uh, at the past and, and where I've done that. We just had this conversation with Alex. Remember? Uh, my buddy Alex called me up from Portugal. Yes. And, you know, we were both a little tipsy, which was good because... With guys, it allows us to put down our, you know, put down our ego a bit and really say how we feel, you know, besides all the, uh, I love you, man, I love you, man, and stuff like that. You know, I said to Alex, I, I so, hey, let's, let's get this DNA stuff back out. And he said to me right off, he goes, David, I, I can't with you. I, I don't, I don't trust that you're going to be around. You're very flighty. And that hurt. That that hurt a lot. Um, but it was the truth. You know, I look at the opportunities that I took in music to put me where I am. And I'm not saying I'm on any kind of platform um, above anybody. But I climbed up that little tiny stepladder to, you know, to better myself as a musician and 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 I'm not saying it was bad or good but I have to look at the carnage that I left behind as well right relationships the same and this isn't uh, um, I'm not using this as a confessional everybody I'm, I'm using this as a platform for you to actually look at yourselves and and see the carnage that you left behind as well um, again like Kat said that does not make who you are. You're, we all have good and bad in us. And we all have those, that carnage. We, we all have those shitty relationships that we are, we were in. And it wasn't always those people that did it to us. There were certain aspects of, we did it to them. Or, well. or just realizing and looking at your part and realizing that you abs- we all absolutely have a part in these things. Um, and until you, until you stop and own and take responsibility, you can't move forward. There is no growth from it. There's nothing to learn until you say, this was my part. You can't learn from somebody else's behavior. Yeah. You can learn from yourself. You can learn from accepting that this is what I did and this is how I handled it. Wouldn't do that again. Hmm. Or, you know, that seemed to work okay. I mean, you, you, you look at yourself. That's the freedom when you start looking at yourself. It's, it's, it sucks, but it's great at the same time. I mean, I've been, this is how I, I want to talk about my music. Okay. I've been going back and reading some of my lyrics and I can tell you, I know that I know that I tapped into a source and downloaded this information because inspired. 
Yes, because I wasn't living what I was writing. I'm like, wow, this is really useful information. Why am I not? Why am? Why am I not following my own advice? You know. Um, again, this isn't a confessional. This is I'm using myself as as a, a tool for you to look at yourself and go, hmm, you know, I, I wrote a specific lyric that says, drop the ego, drop the anger, take a look inside. I wrote that seven years ago. Where the fuck was I? You know what? What we know conceptually and what we can do and what when we can do it, sometimes are two different things, but just you have to appreciate that like that awareness mm-hmm. that came to you um, and that there is going to be a moment in time, definitely, when you're going to be called upon to mm-hmm. act uh, act that out. And the fact that you know about it yeah. is going to make it a lot easier for you. And people, you know, we all have we all have that opportunity to do that mm-hmm. um, when something hits our awareness, you know, and you can't be hard on yourself. You know, I mean, we. We, we know we know people, young people right. who are aware of things, right. but they do the same dumb things over and over. And we see them and we were like, we want to like say, oh, God, there they go. They're doing it to themselves. Mm-hmm. But the hope in, in I mean, the hopeful part that I see is like they know they know what they're doing is right. going to hurt them. And when they're done hurting enough, they're going to pick this up because they're aware of it and they're going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I think, the appreciation you have to have for the fact that you are extremely aware, you know, of things mm-hmm. years ago that you're talking about mm-hmm. and that they're your moment. Right. Right. You, you just ha- it, the moment has to match the awareness. And sometimes it don't ha- it doesn't happen at the same time. I had, I, had, I had played such a victim for so long in my life. And again, I'm not going to go into beat up mode on myself, but there were I did my own beating up of my own self because of because of this, it was, you know, um, and it was 2020 for me has been that, you know, looking with 2020 vision at myself, where I've been, how I've been, um, the carnage I've left behind. And, you know, we all make mistakes in life. It's not like, uh, it's not like the, um, it's not like the alcoholics program where you have to go and go back in your past and, apologize to the people not necessary it's it's more apologizing to yourself it's looking in that mirror and saying you know I love you and I'm sorry and I'm sorry that I've done this to myself for so long because that's all you know when we hurt people we're, we're doing it because we're hurt yeah hurt people hurt people yeah you know, I'm I'm grateful to have Cat in my life at this point in my life because um, because she is a very forgiving soul and she's watched 
you know, well, we've watched each other for the most part, up and down and up and down, freak out and so on and so forth. But she's also a psychic, so you can't really <laughs> keep anything from her. She's kind of like, so you want to tell me about something? You know what I mean? And you're like, what? You know, it's kind. Of, she's a mom. She's she's. Uh, but she, I I hope that for 2021 that we all learned our lessons and that we're willing to go forth with this whole idea that they're talking about in here, you know, with, with the flexibility and being adventurous and being unpredictable and outgoing. I hope that we can all do this uh, because it's going to be an amazing year, you know, I, I think the big year for us is going to be 2022. I really do. Because, you know, 2022, that's a 222. Those are power numbers. It's going to be, I think, a huge year. I think 2021 is going to be a year of saying, okay, we're done. And we're not going to do this again. Let's work our way through this. And then 2022, we'll be like, whoosh. Let's do this shit. Let's, let's, you know. So I, I hope that everybody out there is doing the same thing. If you're not, it's okay. You have, that's why we have 2021. 2021 is kind of like that gestation period. It's that, okay, all right. Okay, get on the bus. Okay, all right, baby steps. I can do this. Catch up with the people that are, have been doing the work. It's never too late. No, absolutely not. I mean, for some, it might be, you know, if you haven't had many trials or you haven't spent time, you know, looking at yourself, um, this year might, this upcoming year might be like drinking from the fire hose. <laughs> um, because I think there's going to be a lot of changes, a lot of changes. And, yeah. you know, for someone like me, you, and you were, you're a manifester too. Hmm. Maybe people don't realize that, but we all have our different, we different have different strengths. And one of the, the strengths that David has and I have is that we are manifestors. I mean, when we think of something, our ability to make that thing in, in if, if all the conditions in our own body and mind are right, the, our ability to make things happen is very great. And there's a lot of people out there like that. So this year, as we're coming out of this really hard year, I mean, in my eyes, um, just just with the, the hopeful and, um, and the good things that I believe are coming up, um, I think the manifesting is going to be on hyperdrive. Yep. I think... Um, for the people out, out there that are hopeful of one thing or another, don't be. To be open to any possibility that could happen for, and know that it's all for our best interest, you know? Um, let's just say, like, the veil is coming down. Whatever we think. I mean, even myself, I, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I just know that it's going to be for my benefit you know months ago Kat and I were reading a book um, uh, about these people that actually went back in time 
to around our time right now to actually talk to these people um, and say, hey, this is what your future is 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 got in store. Um, and it's weird because that book said that right around this time, it didn't give a specific date or whatever. But I remember, I remember specifically in that book, and it's coming back to me now, they said that somebody that you thought, you know, was kind of like this, let's just put it this way. People that we think were a certain way are not. Everything is inverted right now. Everything, yeah. every the the news that you thought you could listen to, you can't listen to. Yeah. They're liars. The news that you wouldn't ever look at, they're actually telling the truth. There's people that you believed in that you can't believe in anymore. Right. There's people that you've never thought would would um, that would have anything of value for you, but they are playing key roles. Everything is. Everything is inverted and upside down. Everything mm-hmm. is way different than we think it is. And yeah. So I'm I'm excited. I don't I don't I'm not I, I I'm not attached to the outcome at all because I know it's in my best interest. I know that for sure. Um, you know I'm not going to go and and uh, become a prepper or anything like that. I no no need to. No need to. It's just being open and aware right now of whatever is that, you know, one thing that Kat didn't say about, about the 21st is that we're going through an upgrade. We are going, our, our DNA is changing. It's itself. Yeah. These, uh, so the solar flares are, are actually flooding our atmosphere with light and that light is, um, getting into our bodies mm-hmm. and actually changing our DNA, which isn't so far fetched people. We've, we've evolved as a species for tens of thousands of years. You know, there was a time when we were cave dwellers there was a time that we were as almost like the animals were and what do we need to live we need light we need the light of the sun or we can't we can't live without a sun that's right um as a source and we need water mm-hmm. light and water mm-hmm. um if you're drinking water right now and you are at neutral or trying to stay positive amongst all the things going on, you are in a good place mm-hmm. for not being caught off guard by anything that could come up in the next year. You're in a good place for being in a positive state of mind to receive positive good things right. in this upcoming year. You know, Kat and I went out and bought these gallon bottles where it actually shows measurements on it. It'll say 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11, or 9 a.m., 11 a.m., you know, 1 p.m., 3 p.m. And it'll give like little affirmations. It's like, oh, you're there. You're getting there. Drink a little bit more. You're almost to the end, you know. Zeus. 
Thank you, buddy. I've got his little... Uh, it's funny. He's got a little flea toy um, that he's sitting here chomping on. It's really... Stuffed animal. He, he's, he's kind of annoying. Flea on it. Yeah. Um, maybe he'll flee with it. Maybe he will flee. <laughs> and so. you know what? We're going to flee for a short period of time, and we're going to play some more music, and then we'll be back with you. Sound good? Yes. Awesome. All right. Ciao. Rock the talk. Listen to us on uh, Facebook. Rock the... For the moment... I guess Rock to Talk Radio and you can find us on my website davidreedwatson.com for any archive shows and we'll be back with you shortly.
think it's me and I'm afraid to speak I keep on going from weak to weakness Way out in the line Dreaming lies we could have had before The heat is broke down, open doorways Friends of yours, tell me more What happens in your mind? Ooh, oh Can we try and take the hammer?
Say Hello to Heaven, and then we listen to uh, Third Eye Blind, Crystal Baller, and then we listen to History of Violence by Theory of a Dead Man. What a great song. I never I never heard that one before. Yeah, it's nice. <sighs> Deep. Deep shit. Kind of like 2020. Kinda. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Yeah. Now the um, the uh, I want to go into the other aspect of the number five because uh, the number five in the tarot is the hierophant, and um, I'll, I'll give you a little insight on the hierophant here. I'm going to go to my one of my favorite websites um, to talk about this information. 
listen to that music. <laughs> I don't know what to think of that. <laughs> I think it's interesting bumper music. Very interesting bumper music. So from Psychic Revelation, um, I talk about the the Hierophant, the number five is, I say that the Hierophant is very much about doing the right thing. You may be struggling with an issue or unsure about what is right for you to do. Know that the answers are within you. Remember that the right thing is what is right for you also. That is what we've been talking about this, yes. this whole time. Um, today, I put out a post and again, people will debunk it or whatever. And But I ask everyone, I say to look at their inner guidance to see if it resonates with them. You know, um, if it's truth to them or if it's malarkey to them. Um, one thing that we did with uh, for Christmas, um, Kat's daughter, we gave her a pendulum. Um, if you don't have a pendulum, uh, you can make one. You can just take a string and, you know, a paper clip or something like that on it. Maybe something a little bit weightier and use that and if the pendulum swings back and forth that's a no if it starts swinging in a circle that's a yes I think you have to ask it a question that you know the answer to be true like is my name so and so and then see which way it sways what your natural energy from your hand makes it sway oh so it can sway in different ways yes and then Ah. ask your question that you're not sure of and see if it swings the same way as the yes and no um, from your first question that you asked it's kind of like a like the polygraph it works like the polygraph in that way and you being a cop know all about (laughs) yes yeah, so they must you, say they must have had fun with you uh, on the force because you're sitting there going, "Nope, he's lying," <laughs> and they're going, "Come on, Officer Christensen, or, you know what? What are you, what are you talking about? We didn't run a polygraph. You don't need to. I know." <laughs> well, I think it comes. I think this is this ties into the what you're just talking about, the number five, the hair font, and that is um, about. Um, right thinking and right action right now um, about what's what's good what's goodly in the world and what's what's not and we all know what it is we know what it's not yeah. we know what hurts people we know what uh, helps people including ourselves and I think um, that definitely for a five for next year makes a lot of sense that mm-hmm. it's about right thinking and right action and right brain and we can go back there again uh to the fact that we are moving out of the divine masculine the the you know the world here has been um ruled by the divine uh masculine for many hundreds of years and um 
we're moving into a different age. And this particular age is all about the divine feminine, which it's not about female traits and male traits. It's about right brain and left brain and the way that they think and the way they see the world. The left brain is very analytical, very facts, figures, um, and just give me the straight black and white scoop. Um, the right brain is all about creativity, uh, intuition, and inner knowing. And so as we go into this next year, which is a five, we're talking about um, right thinking and right behavior, mm-hmm. um, right action. I like this. Um- it's coming from the right brain. I, I pulled up a graphic right now um, of the left and the right brain. The the right brain is very colorful, and the the paint is like flowing out. And the left brain says, "I am the left brain. I am a scientist, a mathematician. I love the familiar. I categorize. I am accurate, linear, analytical, strategic. I am practical, always in control. A master of words and language. Realistic. I calculate equations and play with numbers." I am order. I am logic. I am. I know exactly who I am. Very Spock, right? Left brain is very Spock. All needed, but in proportion, and it's been out of proportion for so long that. Right. I think that um, there's a lot of people that are going to, str- you know, struggle or, or going to be in f- unfamiliar territory with with what intuition looks like you don't need you don't need to read anything you don't need to re- research because when you go inside and you look and you check your heart for what right action is and what right is uh-huh. you don't it doesn't matter you, you it really doesn't matter I I, I I try to understand what you're saying because I don't understand what it's not I don't understand not using the right hemisphere. I, I, I can't. I'm left-handed for one. I'm a musician for another, you know, and I'm a graphic designer as well. And so the creative aspect of me is I've never been the left brain. And I can, although when it comes to facts and figures, that's that seems to be my left brain side, right? Um, what is that? What is that area between the left and the right brain? There's some kind of membrane there, right? I, I don't know. I don't know what it would be called. I just... it's Well, there's a membrane in between the left and the right brain. And, and something I, I heard recently was that with this, with our DNA uh, activating this new, these new... Uh, look, at, look at aspects in our DNA as like toggle, toggle switches, you know? Like some of them ha- have not been connected mm-hmm. and, until we're ready, I guess. Until, you know... We've so these these DNA have been activated now, um, which is kind of like taken down the veil of the left and the right brain. It's allowed them to kind of meld together and see. I think this is going to be a big aspect of 2021 is seeing both sides mm-hmm. of the fence. True, true. And you know, I mean, you have to appreciate that, like an abused child, all of us have been taught from a very early age not to trust our gut right oh go hug uncle so-and-so or our aunt so mary you know and you're like creeped out but you're pushed and you're forced Mm. to not 
honor your own feelings of no it doesn't feel good to me i don't want to do that mm-hmm. we're all forced we're like we're pre-programmed to do things that we don't believe in and we don't understand why we're doing it because it's always been done and da 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 da, da. i mean um i think that this year we're going to we're going to be given the ability to have some insights of our own that we can double check just like the pendulum uh, double check ourselves and find the answers right within ourselves without reading anything, looking at anything. We can talk to people, mm-hmm. but we're going to be able to depend on ourselves more and trust ourselves to depend on ourselves. Whereas we never really, we've always been like, oh, let other people do the thinking. No, every, we're supposed to be able to trust these people. You know, I mean, we've always right. depended on all of these things so that we didn't have to depend on our own inner voice and our own inner understanding of things. And this is the this is the biggest change that I see. I think people are going to be much more tuned in mm-hmm. to what their intuition and what their gut is telling them. And it's not to say that the uh, analytical part and uh, those are good parts too. It's just a, it's a rebalancing of what's what's best for us as individuals and society is a balance between the um, you know all of the softer skills and the harder um, you know analytical skills. We need them all. You know what I, I find humorous because remember yesterday we're like. I started pulling up all these different movies that we could watch, and all of them were very cerebral. <laughs> I was like, could, could we find Where's the fun one? But I, you know what I'm going to say right now? Because we ended up watching The Irishman, and when she's talking about someone following their intuition and not going to their uncle, that was actually in The Irishman. So you're actually using a tool from a movie that we were trying to zone out on. It didn't matter. We're still going to go there because that's who we are. We're we're still going to find the lesson in anything. True. That young girl, Peggy, she knew that her uncle was a gangster and that she didn't like him. Yeah. Ever since she was a little girl, she just knew. She had that inner knowing. Mm-hmm. It was funny that she gravitated so much towards Jimmy Hoffa, you know, because he, he was... Real. That was the beauty of Jimmy Hoffa. You know, he didn't, uh, from what I, I don't know much about Jimmy Hoffa, I know, but, but people loved him as, as a union representative and, and he was very real. He's like, this is who the fuck I am. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not going to hide shit. You're going to come after me, come after me. I'm, I'm, you know, that little girl grabbed on to that aspect of that person. That that realness that that um, because it was something she could trust. Mm, yeah, comes down to that trust. You know, and we I think we're all in for a reshuffling of trusting ourselves. What did it's going to all have to break down first, right? But we're going to get a chance to rebuild trust in ourselves and trust in other people. Remember what Mickey said in the in the. And what we listened to in the <clears throat> when he was talking to Paul Check, he was talking about the the masculine and how um, we're so out of balance that the masculine has become emasculated, you know, 
um, where a man can't be a man anymore because we've had these forces of the masculine so out of control. Oh, yes. That we've emasculated ourselves because we don't want to be associated to the negative aspects of masculinity. Toxic in that particular, which there's toxic and, you know, you can be on both sides in this toxic area. And and we have to realize that balance, Mm -hmm. like you were saying. We need the feminine. We need the masculine. Yes. They're, they're, Just like we need a you need a mother and you need a father. Right. Both are so much. There's not one that's more important than the other. Absolutely. I, I'm so excited that we are passing into the age of Aquarius, and you know, like like Hypatia says, who we listen to a new paradigm astrology. Um, he says there's a gestation period of like a hundred or two hundred years for for Aquarius, you know, it's because it's going to be around for a couple thousand years. It's not like, boom, overnight we're in Aquarius. It's going to be a transitional period. But during this transitional period, we're going to start to, you know, the the sacred feminine is going to start taking control. I think, you know, the the Hopi Indians and, and a lot of other Native American tribes believe in that communal kind of um, leadership where it's not just a president, vice president, you know, uh, a one party, two parties. It's a council. And that's what I see coming up. I don't see, I don't see parties. Yeah. Those are gone. Bye bye. Yeah. And if you're, if you're looking at them, even now you have to realize when you're talking about these candidates, we're not, it's, it's gone. So it's so far beyond parties. Now it's not even about parties. It's about right and wrong. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, um, Abraham Lincoln was a, was a Republican, you know? So the, the, the two party system has changed hands so many times and become so blurred. Now the ideals that people have, I mean, those basic ideals, I think the, you know, the Republicans, you know, the, Christians and no abortion stuff like that. The party itself, though, um, they might mask it with that, but the party itself doesn't. They don't. They don't abide by those. If they really believed in, in in no abortion and stuff like that, there wouldn't be any war, you know. But we've seen both parties send people to war. Yeah, we have in the past. I think that's. I think that's going bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. No no more. No more. I mean, I would love to get it back to, I think probably the last great president we had was Kennedy. Ah, yes. You know? And JFK, actually, he, uh, he, he believed in service. And, it, you know, the whole Kennedy family, like him or not, they're all about service. Their whole family has been... Maybe Joe was, you know, Joe was a, a kind of a gangster kind of guy. You know, he, was, he, uh, he, he ran, you know, liquor back in, you know. Yeah. Uh, again, good, bas- good aspects, bad aspects of all people. Um, but JFK, actually, he's the one that started the Peace Corps. Because he he didn't believe that we should only go into a country just to occupy it 
with military force. He believed that we go into a country and demonstrate kindness, fairness, and um, by by serving in that respect. Well, oh, yeah. I love that. I I just happened today to watch um, JFK's one of JFK's major speeches and uh, JFK Jr.'s speech. I was mm-hmm. watching that earlier today, and um, and I think. I think, yeah, he might have been the last great president. And um, I think he was taken out before he got to implement what he really wanted to see happen. But I think he left some notes. Well, the Irishman in The Irishman, they, they talk about the mob taking out, taking out um, him and probably Bobby as well. I think I think they indicated that it was really the CIA that did it. Probably in probably. bed with those other groups. Correct. In order to correct that it was an inside job, it had to be in order to get it, done. It was definitely an inside job. Everything's yeah. an inside job. Nine eleven was an inside job. You can, you can, yeah. but we won't go down that rabbit hole right now. One person that I follow very much now is is Robert F. Robert Kennedy Jr who is Bobby Kennedy, you know, his son. And he's been of service ever forever. You know, he he um you know, he he had this watershed program where he um he's a lawyer, so he would sue these big corporations for destroying the water systems, you know? And his his story that he he's been telling to a, a lot of people lately because because he's he's known as he's been called an anti-vaxxer but he's not an anti-vaxxer he believes in the safety of vaccines and he, he never wanted to get involved with this thing ever he was content being a lawyer and cleaning up the environment and that was what he loved to do he was going around um, to different places to talk about mercury and fish. And he would always be confronted by these women that had children that were autistic. And he, he, he was like, what, what do you want from me? What do you, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but he, he'd be like, what can I do for you ladies? And this one woman won a $10 million lawsuit against one of the pharmaceutical companies um, it's like hush money, right? Mm-hmm. She took that money and used it wisely. She actually went to Hyannisport on Cape Cod, where I used to live, and went to Bobby's house and lay boxes of information on his doorstep and said to Bobby, I'm not leaving until you read this information. So Bobby, being who he is, um, he knew he knows legalese because he's been a lawyer forever. So he could read these documents and read through the bullshit. And what he realized that, and a lot of people don't understand this, and I, I don't, you know, because this is kind of an open platform. We haven't really decided on what route we're going to go. This has been on my mind for weeks lately about this vaccine. In 1986, um, the pharmaceutical companies went to court 
um, and there's a law, NCVIA, it's a law absolving vaccine manufacturers from liability. That happened in 1986. In 1989, we started seeing the rise of autism, ADD, ADHD. Um, We went from three vaccines for kids, early 80s uh, and prior, Mm -hmm. to 72 vaccines for children. Giving the hepatitis vaccine to children when I think it's it's shelf life is like 10 months or something like that so hepatitis B we know about this is it's it's something to do with cleanliness where you could get it by um, needles or prostitution you know so children are not going to get it for those reasons they might get it for what whatever reason but the 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 fact of the matter was that children were getting multiple vaccines you have four kids mm-hmm. so you know this mm-hmm. you know what your kids got as 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 a mom you, and you, you, the way that they phrase it is to you know you have to do this for your kid because of all the bad things out there where us as kids we didn't get that you know we ate dirt and we we played in mud and, and got filthy and and built up our immune systems, you know. So these kids out there now that are, um, you know, peanut allergies or other allergies that they have, um, you know, Robert Kennedy believes that most of these came from these vaccines. And our immune systems have, have broken down. And so now we're faced with something that we're with a vaccine from companies that we don't trust. Um, you, for you people that don't know much about vaccines, uh, definitely do your research. Well, I've listened to a lot of information. I can pass on some information to you. They do double blind placebo tests. They're supposed to. Um to do these, it takes, you know, you've got like, you're working with 10,000 people or more and you watch these people and you do these double blind placebo Ooh, yeah. tests. You follow them, you understand their medical history, so yeah. you understand what's going on. My sister is a cardiac research nurse, so I know about studies. And these studies... They are not something you do in a short amount of time. They're right. years and Five years to and years. seven years, they say, is the, the normal mm-hmm. rate. Um, I won't say to not get a vaccine, but I will say this. Not enough research has been done about the vaccine that's coming out. Not enough at all. And we don't know what the side effects are going to be. We're dealing with uh, a virus that is ever-changing. So getting a vaccine for it right now, it's, you know, you're going to probably have to get this. I mean, what the flu vaccine, the flu has been around for what, 90 years? Well, they're saying you're, you're going to need uh, the two, you're going to need two, the COVID-19 and the COVID-21. And then the COVID-23, and then the COVID-25, and then the COVID-27, and it'll build up and build up. But the main 
fact here, and you can go do your own research, is that in 1986, like I said, law absolved vaccine manufacturers from liability. Why did they absolve vaccine manufacturers from liability? Because because the, the vaccine manufacturers were saying, you know what? It's costing us. $10 to every dollar that we make. And we just, you know, doing these testings and everything is, are costing us. I think it's, I think the average, I think they say an average for, for doing these is like 10, $10 million or $10 billion or whatever it is. It's a lot of money. And the, so these vaccine manufacturers are going, we can't, we can't, we can't survive as a business. So you have that as a fact that, they it was absolved congress absolved them from any liability we also know oh god where do we go from here i don't know i just think you know i mean when you don't know what to do don't do anything first off mm-hmm. um give it time yeah. and then um use your interior your own intuition and think about this um, sometimes the easiest path is not the best path and this is so easy mm-hmm. we have this we have this virus and oh 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 look at we have this convenient it didn't it didn't take long to make we have this convenient vaccine look inside yourself and ask yourself if this makes sense if it makes sense if you really think that this is the way out of this situation that's what you should do. If you look inside and say, ah, that's a little bit too convenient. It's really, I'm really not sure. And, um, you know, as far as the way out, you know, maybe there's another way. Maybe there's some sort of, you know, herd immunity or some other way out of this. There is good, another way. Or good um, Therapeutics, pre-treatments and things that are actually being developed right now for something that has a 99.99% mm-hmm. cure rate. Um, maybe there's another way. So you don't have to make a decision that could definitely possibly adversely uh, affect your health. Mm-hmm. You could put that off and think about it for a while before you do anything. I'm going to go back to Kai Pacha, um, who I watched an uh, hour and a half long a speech that he gave and talking about this. And he got it um, from this book called Power Versus Force. Okay? And I'm going to read this to you and I can send it to you. Just, you know, catch up with us on Facebook and I can I can send you the link to this and, and give you this information. But uh, let me read this right here. And this is talking about frequencies, okay? There's a frequency to this virus. Okay, so it starts off frequencies and their effect on health from the book Power Versus Force. The COVID-19 virus has a vibration of 5.5 hertz and dies above 25.5 hertz. For humans with higher vibration, the viral infection is a minor irritant of short duration. Conditions that contribute to lowering our frequency. Tired, fear, Nervous tension, anger, rage, hatred, maintaining a high frequency raises, strengthens our immune system. The frequency of the earth today is 25.4 
hertz. However, there are places that vibrate at low frequencies. Hospitals, prisons, assistance centers, metros, subways, etc. Where the vibration drops at 20 hertz or less. Pain, 0.01 to 2 hertz. Fear, 0.2 to 2 hertz. Irritation, 0.9 to 6.8 hertz. Noise, 0.6 to 2.2 hertz. Pride, 0.8 hertz. Superiority, 1.9 hertz. A higher vibration, on the other hand, is a result of the following behavior. Now, dig this, because these are way different than those vibrations that I just mentioned. Generosity, 95 hertz. 95 hertz. The Out of all those that I read, 6.8 hertz was the highest out of all the, the negative things. Gratitude, 150 hertz. Compassion, 150 hertz or more. Love and compassion for all living things, 150 hertz and above. Unconditional and universal love starts at 205 hertz. Remember, vibration of the planet is 25.5 hertz. The coronavirus dies at 25.5 hertz. Why are animals not getting it? Because they vibrate very highly. Yes. Cats are interdimensional and they are very, not very concerned about our world here. They're here, they're out, they're here, they're out. Dogs, Mm -hmm. dogs is, dog is a reflection of God. Unconditional and universal love. When you look in their eyes, you get unconditional love. That's God's, that's the universal love you get from dogs. So dogs are vibrating at 205 and above. Yes. That's why animals are not getting sick. So what helps to raise our vibration? These are easy people. Love, smile, bless, sing, play, thank, paint, dance, meditate, yoga, tai chi, walk in the sun, vitamin D, exercise, and nature. Eating the foods that the earth gives us, seeds, grains, legumes, fruits and vegetables, clean water, The vibration of a single prayer goes from 120 to 350 hertz. That's That's a single prayer. That's like, you know, think think about it. When we sat around our meals when we were younger, and we we actually said a prayer. Mm -hmm. We said Um, grace. We said grace. This takes it beyond grace. What we are doing is... We are changing the vibration of what we are ingesting by saying a prayer. Mm -hmm. We are changing the vibration right there. So sing, laugh, love, meditate, play, thank, and live. That's how we can completely wipe this thing out. That's how I knew I wasn't getting it. I knew I wasn't going to get sick. Yeah, we're we're not going to. I have friends that live in total fear. Mm -hmm. And I have friends that I've sent this to that start calling me a conspiracy theorist. This is the law of attraction. You know, yeah. you live in fear. You're you're pretty much, you're holding up a neon sign saying, COVID, come get me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, at the same time, they're going, don't touch me. 
but they're, they're not living that. I mean, I, I guarantee you the Dalai Lama is not afraid of this. I guarantee you that, you know, um, Vendata Shiva, uh, these people are, it's a minor irritant. Like Kai Pacha said, this is a minor irritant to those. That's right. So, so we, we start to, this is going to sound completely, I'm going to sound like an asshole probably, but. I am willing to bet that anybody that has caught this and had a struggle with it has had an underlying condition. Most have one or more underlying conditions. That's what they've documented and found. One thing that I've, I knew going into 2020 is when I remember it to... I remember it right now because I remember this thing happening. I remember where I was. I was I was in Las Vegas. I was there to do the bicycle job. And I remember when it hit. And I said, yes, ascension. That's exact. That was my first thing was like, yeah, where all, everybody else went into this panic, fear mode, everything. We didn't. We never did. We, we took advantage of it. Yeah, I was kind of on a different mission from the beginning. I mean, I had gotten a message, internal wisdom, whatever you want to call it, six months before that, you know, telling me to start cleaning out my house, my life, my head, everything, to really start looking at everything critically and cleaning house. One thing we do not have is clutter. And I still look around. I still go, do I need this? You know, I think of all the things that I've purged in the last couple of years, you know, probably. And uh, another thing, here's, here's another magical moment of, of how I, I knew, quote unquote, knew that this was an ascension, ascension thing. I did an ayahuasca journey maybe three or four days before the virus hit, before they announced that, oh, my God, we have this going. And I was only supposed to do a certain amount of ceremonies and go away for these certain amount of ceremonies because it costs money to travel and whatnot. I got a tip from one of the people that I was riding with. I got a tip for, was it, was it $300? I got a tip for $300, the exact amount I needed to travel to go do this ayahuasca journey. I don't believe in coincidences at all. It was a blessing. It mm-hmm. was like an answer to, yeah. and again, for those out there that are not Christian or, or not religious at all, when I say prayer, I'm saying, I'm saying asking, asking my higher self, because I, I believe that we're all tapped into this universal consciousness. consciousness. And that when we are an open vessel, a vessel, just like, my songs that I didn't write, you know, that they were, I was open vessel to download this information. So having that open vessel, my prayer, you know, they talk about, um, if you want to talk a little bit about, about prayer and manifesting, it's actually, it's not 
just saying I want something, it's feeling it. Yes, you have to add the thought mm-hmm. to a feeling in order to give it f- rocket fuel. Yeah. That's how like, you manifest. Yeah, you have to, as if it's already happened. And you have to attach it to a feeling. Like when you say a prayer, our Father, da, 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 da. you say a prayer, just a rote prayer, it doesn't mean anything. But when you when you apply your heart to it and you really apply an emotion to it, mm-hmm. it has it literally gets legs. It has rocket fuel attached to it. There's a... They talk about the three... You know, we're always talking about trines, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's in threes. For humans, uh, like the, the least amount one that we use is our brain, but our heart and our gut. So those three items working in conjunction together um, will take you far. Mm-hmm. If you're just using your, your brain, your head, the analytical side, that we, is the left brain. We already know we use so few of uh, what we actually have available to us in our brain. I mean, right. Even the smartest people are only using 5%, something like that. And the people that are using their heart and their gut, think of, think of the people in your life where their passion, we talk about passion, that are passionate about what they do. Think of a, a great baseball player. He was passionate about baseball. He just didn't sit there and go, oh, calculate, okay, that, that baseball's coming 95 miles an hour towards me. I know that if I pull my bat back, this, no, there was passion involved with it. There was a feeling of, I'm going to hit this ball and make it explode out of the stadium. There was a passion to it. Artists, people that that paint or whatever. There's a Racers. passion to it. Yes. Yeah. Musicians. There's a passion. There's a feeling. There's you have to attach that feeling. And it's mm-hmm. you, that's that's where that word luck comes in. Living under conscious knowledge. You know, there's no such thing as like dumb luck. There's no such thing as spinning a roulette wheel and and it bouncing on the right number that you want. That's that's chance. Yeah, we're 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 talking about luck. We're talking about not that kind of luck. We're talking about living under conscious knowledge. And when we live under that conscious knowledge, that tapped in force. We can manifest and create these amazing things in our lives. Magic and miracles. Magic and miracles. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's all luck is. You know, it's like when you're tapped into that, things just start, all these things just start falling into place around your life. And, you know, people have always said to me um, here and there in my life, Dave, you're so lucky. It's like, I thank them and I'll explain to them what I did to create that kind of atmosphere. Um, or they can just believe that I just have, you know, this lucky streak. Four leaf clover in your ass. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of shit in there too. <laughs> a couple four leaf clovers also, people. You know what? I can't wait for everyone 
out there to hear your uh, your new music because truly, you know, he's not saying it, but like, man, that music for right now is so appropriate. It's so perfect. It is literally written for this moment in time. Okay, right. I- now I can't wait for it to come out. It's, I really can't. God, um, it's gonna like blow people's minds. It's so appropriate and so perfect. I'm I'm so excited, not just for the Alchemy Fire stuff, but also for the Electric Messiah stuff. After all these years coming out, that you know the 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 thing with the Electric Messiah stuff is we played that stuff out live, which was great. Alchemy Fire, you people have not heard any of this. No, none. My my drummer, Tom Schofield from the band Soil, has got this under lock and key. Nobody can listen to it. <laughs> it's so like, good. This is going this is going to labels. This is yeah, when this comes out, it's going to blow your minds. And yeah. I'm so excited to be a part of it. Um we're gonna play a little bit more music and get back to you to kind of close up the show and close up twenty twenty as well, thank God. <laughs> yeah. So we will we'll talk to you shortly. Diamond 
Faith No More with Last Cup of Sorrow. And uh, we played a song before that that Cat loves. It's uh, Mother Sky from 12 Foot Ninja. What a freaking awesome couple songs right there. <laughs> yes, definitely. <clears throat> so we're going to wrap this up here in the next couple minutes. Um, I hope that um, we provided you with some good information and some interesting topic um, uh, for 2021. We're going to be delving deeper into this stuff, into the esoteric, um, because like the five, right? We're going to go and um, and really start living this. You know, I mean, the name of the show is Rock the Talk. It was actually named by Jay, um, who owns. Um, Radio Vegas and he named my show and I put on the tagline because of something that Kat had said um, called Walk Your Talk I think it was a a fumble on words at her part but, <laughs> yeah, it was. but there are no mistakes there are no mistakes um, we are doing our best in our environment to walk our talk and we want to provide you with the tools to walk your talk as well. Because I think it's very important in this day and age for us to really walk our talk. Not just like me, like we went into my mini beat-up mode, which I said wasn't a beat-up mode, but where I wasn't really living my truth. I was saying the right things and I was providing to an audience all the right information for them but not living my own truth um, living your own truth is scary we know that it's it's not easy we don't want to be ridiculed we don't want to be called names or anything like that but remember some of the greatest leaders in our world were heavily criticized there was there's not any leader that we know of that sat at home. They got out there. They were activists for what they believed in. And that's how we need to be. And that's how 2021 is going to be for us as well. So last, um, any last words to before the show we're done? Or? Well, I want to I want to uh, continue on that on the hierophant because I didn't elaborate on it. We we talked about the introduction of the hierophant and that it was about going uh, into our gut and following our right, our you know our our center and 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 trusting in ourselves. So uh, the general is this is also a card that is very much about spirituality. Everything from traditional religion to earth-centered spirituality and any other spiritual notion that you can conceive of. There may be a tension between your idea of spirituality and the right thing and the ideas of others around you. Stand up for your own beliefs. The rules and the system of doing things are probably playing a major role right now. Rituals of any sort will be helpful to you now, even if it's just a movie with friends every Thursday night. Now, this is, goes back to what Kat had said. It doesn't matter what your ritual is. It just matters that you have this spiritual connection. 
with your higher self, with God, with Buddha, with Krishna, with your dog, whatever it might be, whatever you believe in, even if it's, you know, yeah. Who who knows? Reestablish that trust with your within yourself, your gut instinct, trusting it. Where religions lost in the 20th century and prior was that it was all about control. And belief outside of yourself instead of inside of yourself. Exactly. Now we're going inward. We're going into what Jesus Jesus I said Jeebus. Intended for said us Jeebus. to do the first time he showed up. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite lines in, in the movie and the, uh, um, the album that I have, which you just found in the, in the bookstore, which is awesome, from Jesus Christ Superstar, um, was one thing that Judas sings is that why didn't you come now? You would have made much more of an impact with the media now but as we're noticing in our media the fake news it's like imagine if Jesus came out now he'd we, be fake news he would be fake news we Those wouldn't people believe who it. can't who can't go there would say you know yeah it, it, it would have been distorted either way it's a hologram. Yes. Yeah, it would always be something. And so that's why you, you have to trust yourself. And So the work. You may find that a teacher or mentor of some sort that you have been needing appears in your life now. And or you could be calling up, called upon to be the teacher or mentor for someone else. This is a good time to get involved with groups, even if you don't think of yourself as a group person. Now, when the reason I even met cat and gravitated together is because I started a group called Powerful Intentions, which I've never done before. It was so out of my paradigm. I, you know, but we all are leaders in our own right. It's, it's now it's time to call upon yourself as a leader and be a mentor, mentor to somebody, something, and f- to raise your power. To, to feel that power within yourself and know that, you know, hey, I can do this. It's, it's, it's a very empowering to take on that kind of role. And find someone to help. Find something outside of yourself to do something for somebody else. And last and not least, love. Romance also is likely to be going very well. Although in a pretty traditional way, these energies will work best for you if you can conduct yourself in whatever way someone in your shoes expected to be. Now is not the time to buck the system or be unconventional any more than you have to be. So it's find that love within yourself. That's first and foremost. And find that one person that really makes you tick. You know, and really create that bond with that person. That mano y mano. I think that's very important because when you have a team and you have a solid team, that solid team reverberates outward and creates more teams. True. That's all I have to say. I have got one. I just want to tell people to write freely, live authentically, and speak boldly so that future generations never look to you for where their voice was lost. 
Well said. So we're going to leave you for 2020 here, and we will see you in 2021. This is David Reed Watson. Kakrita. And this is Rock the Talk, a.k.a. Walk Your Talk. Have a great new year. We'll see you on the other side. Happy New Year's. 